All right, welcome back to the big program. The Edmonton Oilers in Anaheim tonight to take on the Ducks. Oilers come in with a record of 29-16 and 1. Ducks 18-30 and and 2 on the season. And that is our game of the day brought to you by St. Albert Dodge. Over 300 new Dodge, Ram, and Jeeps are available. 0% financing for up to 72 months on select models. Also 0% available on Ram 1500s only at stalbertdodge.com as we welcome in Emerson Edom, uh, Duck analyst to, to the program. Emerson, you're with Kevin Carey on Sports 1440. Thanks for hopping on. No, thanks, Kevin. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Why, why did you have to uh, say both teams' records? Why do you got to do that? Why do you got to start off the, the, the segment like that? Come on. <laughs> oh, you know, I just tried to kind of set it up a little bit. Sorry. Thanks, Double E. But, uh, you know, before we get to the game, I wanted to kind of just throw it out there that our, our co-host on Wednesdays is... David Schlemko, former Medicine Hat Tiger, and he was there a couple of years prior to you uh, getting to Medicine Hat, and both of you had the same coach, Willie Desjardins, who we had on as a guest. So just uh, what do you remember about, you know, Willie and, and being in the hat? Well, first off, uh, David's one of those guys where, you know, no one has anything bad to say about David. You know, he's just one of those guys, he's a, he's a people person, everyone loves him in the hat, and and still does and uh you know i i any time we haven't spoke too much i mean a lot of time it's been through passing mm-hmm. uh, so I, I don't know dave too well but uh anyone who talks about uh slimco there i mean mm-hmm. they absolutely adore him so um that, that's awesome but willie uh you know same thing i mean just uh, class act and uh He's a guy that is a prideful guy. He's he's been in the game for so long. He's earned his stripes from um, uh, just starting where he started, you know, and and, and grinding how he's um, grinded throughout his his coaching career. And uh, you know, it just it, it speaks a ton. He, he mm-hmm. has got a great family. Rhonda, his wife, is just unbelievable. Um, his son uh Braden is actually coming up through the coaching ranks happen, uh, helping him out through that uh, southeast uh, alberta hockey academy there and the, the willie desjardins academy and i had the, the fortunate opportunity to help start that program it's doing big things right now uh, one max tournament and uh they, they just continue to just produce high-end um uh, talent uh, starting with gavin mckenna who's obviously yeah. doing big things with the Methanat tiger so uh, there, it just seems like it, it doesn't stop with the Desjardins family. It just seems like at, at this point in his career, you'd think uh, things would be slowing down, but uh, that's certainly not the case. So, um, no, I, I had a chance to play for Willie uh, for uh, in Medicine Hat there. I think it was only my first season. I wanted to catch myself. Yeah. It was only my draft season, and then um, you know, Sean Cluston came in for the last two years, and then I got traded at the deadline um, when I uh, – was acquired from New York at a short stint there. And then midway through the season was Delta Vancouver. I know Willie was a big part of that and, and uh, prying me out of there. And, and I finished strong with Vancouver and he was a, a certainly a, a big help to, to just my game and, and kind of a, a bounce back part of, of that season to, to finish it off there. So no, can't, can't say uh, enough good things about the, the both of those individuals. Yeah. Emerson Edom, our guest on the Kevin Carey show on sports 1440. Actually Schlemmer's lined up Bob Ridley for us next week to come on no way yeah, yeah. Another, another legend yeah. bob he's uh certainly not the same um you know bob is uh he's just to, to have a guy who for so long you know called the games 
whether it's Kootenai. I mean, there, there are some serious just tracks. And, and so for the listeners out there who, who maybe are, are somewhat unfamiliar, Bob Ridley was not only our color commentator, play-by-play, <laughs> uh, he drove the – uh, he drove our bus too, so um, oh, the situations he got us out of or um, got us mm-hmm. through in in route to proceeding to call the games after that, it's just quite remarkable. So yeah. that should be a fun one to listen to for sure. Uh, I, I think he should be strongly considered for the Hockey Hall of Fame. That's how much I think of what yeah. he's offered for for junior Likewise. hockey in, in uh, Medicine Ad in Canada. Uh, Emerson Edom, our guest, uh, Anaheim Ducks analyst, is so with, on that kind of track with Bob being uh, with the radio broadcast in Medicine Hat so many years. So a couple of years now for you here doing broadcasting in Anaheim. What's it been like for you? Yeah, it's been great. I, I uh, called one game at the end of last season. So essentially I've been part of the Anaheim Ducks alumni group here and it's been fun setting up uh you know golf fundraisers uh supporting good causes um so we have three four events throughout the year uh which has been just fun to be a part of and um anything really the ducks have, have wanted me to do post-career i've really hopped on and including um hopping in with uh, steve carroll and last game of last season we played the los angeles kings here at honda center um, unfortunately dropped that one, but uh, able to, to hop in the booth there. And I think it was a, a mutual good fit. I, I had a blast, and certainly the Ducks liked what I, what I did in that game. Not that I, I think both parties were really expecting anything to come of it, but uh, they needed a seat to fill, and they thought I was a good fit. So mm-hmm. I, I couldn't, be, couldn't be happier. I mean, it's just uh, uh, we're, we're on the men's here. We're, we're turning the corner. I think we uh, entered this season – maybe kind of surprising a few out of the gate and and then maybe some of those uh as far as immaturity younger players uh kind of i mean there's so many guys on a roster 24 and and younger and I, I think after the kind of the hot start and and those emotions wore off a little bit uh reality set in and um i think that's when the learning lessons started to to really, you know, happen, but uh, you know, who knows? This the second half post All Star break, we'll, we'll see where we're at. And same goes for myself. I mean, um, I'm continuing to take it day by day since calling my first game at the the, the last game of last season, and um, just trying to get better and better, and um, just really. Mm-hmm really fine-tuning what I need to to, to uh, create the best product for the listeners. But long story short, I've been having a blast. Um, it's, it's been certainly fun. And, and Steve Carroll, I mean, he's been in the game so long. He's certainly uh, been a great mentor, and, and he's made it easy as well. Our St. Albert Dodge game of the day is tonight's Oilers-Ducks contest in Anaheim. Just in case you missed it, Oilers come in with a record of 29-16-1, Ducks 18. No, just kidding. Uh, just to give you a little <laughs> shot there, double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but just uh, your thoughts, just overall thoughts on this game tonight where the Oilers have uh, you know, had that 16-game run, had it snapped in Vegas, but uh, come into Anaheim uh, with a lot, of, uh, a lot of cylinders firing here. Yeah, here's what I'll say. Um, about this Ducks team. We play better against higher quality competition. What, why that is the case, I don't know. Does that come from that kind of mentality of we know we have to be good in order to give ourselves a chance? I, I don't know. Um, but uh, if you look at some of our earlier wins, I mean, we took down Boston. Uh, it was a close game at Honda Center. We dropped that one, but uh, we ended up uh, on our first East Coast swing of the season. Beat uh, Boston, you know, not too recently. We beat Florida in Florida. Uh, 
So it, it just it, it's interesting. We 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 we've done so so, um, or or haven't had much success against you know 500 teams. Maybe a few, uh, teams a few games below 500. It seems like we we come out flat. We we kind of play down, but uh, we know Edmonton's coming in. We we know they've been great for for a while now since that coaching change and um yeah you know it, it, it it's one of those games all i really have to say is this ducks team plays better mm-hmm. against you know high caliber competition and it certainly wasn't easy last time edmonton uh rolled in here into the honda center i know evander kane was uh questionable he comes in and and has an early marker and it just seemed like everything was uh really firing it it seems like edmonton you know what hasn't been firing for, for that squad so um I'll, I'll leave it at that i'll, I'll leave it at luck um, whether it's guys know that they, they need to be buzzing against this uh, high-octane Edmonton team, don't know what the case is as far as us uh, rising uh, our compete level against uh, better competition. But I anticipate that happening again here tonight. Uh, I'm still thinking about that uh, Leon Dreisaitl <laughs> angle he got uh, for his goal here at Honda Center. Is just I mean, he was about a foot above the goal line, and it was just – 40-foot pass weak side, he, he, he drilled it. It was it was spectacular. It was something special. I, I still remember it. So hopefully uh, we have better better sight lines, mm-hmm. better head checks, looking over our shoulder on that weak side and, and trying to prevent those type of plays. Well, Emerson, Leon, in 38 games against the Ducks, uh, last 38, including the playoffs, just 27 goals, 28 assists, 55 points. So not bad. It's selfish. It's almost selfish. It's, it's greedy. <laughs> it's, it's terrible, crazy. isn't it? Uh, Emerson, Edom, <laughs> Emerson Edom with us on Sports 1440. Uh, e, you played uh, several seasons with Corey Perry. Obviously, Perry just to sign with the Oilers. Uh, what are they getting from Perry here at the, uh, I guess, tail end of his career? Well, who knows? I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I um, he went into a, uh, a Chicago organization, of course. That uh, you know, I, I think he he went in there as a, a leader. Um, you know, I think for for Chicago's sake, they were visioning him coming in and mentoring, obviously Bedard, and they got a ton of talent on that Chicago team. And uh, obviously, stuff happened. Um, but I think the Edmonton is. is Certainly, I think bringing him in in a different mindset, right? I, I think his time in Chicago is kind of to mentor, you know, younger players as he maybe they maybe anticipated and himself anticipated having one last kick of the can. But I, I think this is a totally different scenario. I think um, Worms coming into a situation where I think it's made for him. You know, I think uh, from a, a – a mindset, a player's mindset. He's not coming into a, a games where he's going to be, you know, uh, not have the possession time uh, advantage for him or his team. Right? He, he knows he's coming into a situation where uh, this this Edmonton Oilers team they want the puck on their stick, and he's going to get to the net. Right? And he trusts that process. So there's not many players in NHL history who are better or were better on the net than Corey Perry and. It's just, it's scary. It's scary to think of what he can do, the damage he can do in and around that area while, you know, I'm not going to see they're, they're going to be paired with each other. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you look at down the lineup, I mean, throw him with a Hamlet, throw him with anyone. Um, and the guys that are firing on all cylinders right now are, are going to help him, you know, really get back to, to scoring in and around that blue paint. So. Yeah. 
And, and speaking of a, a Madison Act guy, how, how about uh, James Hamlet? Hey, how, mm-hmm. how the, the season he's had, he's just been such a, a complimentary piece. I think that's almost uh, uh, kind of uh, not yeah. given the props that he truly deserves because he is buzzing out there. Uh, just Ryan McLeod is, I mean, he's mm-hmm. been buzzing. Last time he was there, him and, and uh, Warren Fogle were just so scary. You so, know, um, I, I just the there. You guys are kind of built like Toronto, where it's it's not like you have uh, a depth line. You you don't have kind of grinder line. You know, lines one through four can do some damage, and we certainly saw that last time from Warren Fogo yeah. and uh, Ryan McLeod there last time Edmonton was was here at Honda. You know, in the in the few games that Perry's played, he has been playing with uh, McLeod and uh, and uh, uh, Dylan Holloway, but tonight he'll you'll probably probably see him with Leon Dreisel and Evander Kane. So, what do you think of that? Well, yeah, I mean, Evander, he does it all, um, he especially in, in the goal he scored um, just on that entry there last time we played him. I, just, once again, I, I you know, I, I can't see it failing. I, you, you you just look down this, go down this roster here, you, so many pieces can be mixed and matched, and, and that's the crazy thing, right? It, it seems like uh, this is a, a team that is means business, that uh, – with those frustrations, maybe from a player perspective of being moved around um, uh, often, uh, game by game, they have the leadership to, to develop chemistry in warm-ups. I mean, that, that's how I – mean, Evander mm-hmm. Kane's been a late for so long. Um, Corey Perry's been a late for so long, right? So it, it, those kind of um, just – I don't know, you, you, maybe some would call it, uh, uh, you know uh, – uh, adversity or, 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 you know, some of those, those switches aren't easy when it comes to being a player. And, yeah. and one, one, one game you're developing chemistry, you're sl- you're bumped up or you're slipped down. You're like, what the heck? Right? We were just getting going. Right. So I, I know from a player perspective, how that can be, but too many games played on this roster. I mean, they got the, the leadership in that dressing room per line, per deep pairing that uh, you can throw anything at, at this roster in particular and they'll be fine. Hey, E, can we do round two of this uh, uh, with David Schlemko? We'll get you on with Schlemmer. We'll talk about Long Beach, talk about the Shredders, and, and kind of do a deeper dive in a lot of other stuff that you got cooking. A hundred percent. And, uh, you know, I, I'm upset that uh, you had Grant Fear there uh, on, on last time, and I, I was uh, just tied up. But yep. uh, anytime you need me, uh, just give me a holler. I'd be certainly in. Well, we can do you with Grant as well. We, Ladislav Schmid's our co-host as well. Yeah, I'm sure you'd have a ball with that as well, too. So uh, thanks for oh, hopping on yeah. today. Really appreciate it, and we'll talk soon. Anytime. Appreciate it, and take it easy on us tonight. <laughs> Sounds good. That's Everson Edom, uh, Ducks analyst, and uh, our game of the day, the Ducks and the Oilers tonight, brought to you by St. Albert Dodge with an industry-leading 4.6 Google review. It is probably 6.4 uh, Google review rating. Uh, head up the trail to St. Albert Dodge. See how easy it is to do business with the great people at St. Albert Dodge. Man, he, well, he had some numbers in junior, Emerson Edom, and then got lots of things cooking down there in, in Long Beach. And, man, uh, we'll, uh, that'll be an interesting conversation. And we'll uh, either have him on with Fierzy or we'll have him on with uh, with Schlemmer one of these uh, weeks coming up. Uh, Bob Ridley, by the way, as we said, uh, you know, longtime broadcaster, bus driver for the Tigers. He'll be on with uh, David Schlemko next Wednesday.
Still to come on the Kevin Carey Show today, Paul Sir and the Basketball Show will be our guest right after the break on Sports 1440. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the big program. Time now to talk a little basketball on all angles with Paul Sir from the Basketball Show, which I guess tips off tomorrow, first of all. Paul, uh, good to talk to you. We haven't talked on the air for a while, but uh, man, we talk all the time. It seems texting or phoning or remember even still... Uh, 3x3 when we uh, had a little chit chat when I was still at Global down under the big top there. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, Kevin. So always, always look forward to having a conversation with you. <laughs> always. How, how excited are you to get things rolling tomorrow morning for the basketball show here on Sports 1440? So excited. Um, you know, it's been a. It, it was definitely a detour when COVID hit, as everybody knows. Uh, everybody had their own had their own personal detour mm-hmm. and uh, upset to their lives. And with the, with the basketball show on TSN 1260 and then TSN, of course, going away, uh, all those things, but never lost sight of the fact that we had, you know, we, we had a, a, an ability to get uh, into the basketball world specifically in, uh, in certainly in our marketplace, but really all over with our podcasting. Mm-hmm. We, had, we had a, a really nice following all over Canada and down in the States, and even even a lot of people in the 3X3 world globally. So yeah. very excited to get going and uh, really grateful for the opportunity to work with Sports 1440. What's been done in a very short period of time uh, has been really impressive. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really proud to be part of this. Well, and we're proud to have you. What did you miss the most about, you know, the time away, not being able to do this with under the circumstances that you mentioned? Well, I, and a, a poignant example would be the first interview I did. Uh, in a, we, we pre-recorded a conversation with Ben Cricky, the mm-hmm. Jasper yeah. Place uh, High School standout, now playing at the University of Iowa in the Big Ten but just what what I missed the most was the uh, was, was the ability to really try to dig in with uh, with a with a with a guest and really hear what what their whole experience is all about. Not just the basketball stuff, mm-hmm. the X's and O's. That's fine, but it's all the stuff you know behind the person that's gone into it that always intrigues me the most. And uh, when people hear the interview tomorrow on the show with Ben, he's such a thoughtful guy who's matured so much but it was just such a great moment to be reminded of this is why i love doing this is really digging into into the personal journey that people take that's the most important part and that's the storytelling that is that you're able to do on a level where because of your knowledge paul from the grassroots that goes all the way up to the nba not many people in our industry have that ability to do it because you have that um, knack to reach out to someone that you've talked to from wherever it be, from high school to college and moving on. So uh, kudos to you for, for getting this going again. Is there anything in particular that you're really looking forward to? I guess when you look at it too, because March Madness is coming up, you know, the NBA, we just had the trade deadline, you know, playoffs are starting too as well. And now, you know, we're seeing the high school run, come up here so it's a perfect time for you to kind of to wade in here again really is kevin and I, and i really and i appreciate that that question i guess what i like the most about our format is the mandate is uh, a spotlight on basketball and its effect on people playing uh coaching 
watching, participating, supporting, whether that's family members. But the ability to give a spotlight to local basketball, uh, to local basketball people, uh, because there's so many stories about mm-hmm. people that in every sport, and, th- and this applies to every sport, every activity applies to people who take their kids dancing to go to ringette. It, it really doesn't matter. But the, my my philosophy always it, what has been, and, and when I coached at Concordia uh, University here in town, I tried to emphasize to the guys playing that what they're doing is every bit as significant as what somebody at Duke or any of the other blue blood programs, because this is your life. This is what you're doing with your life. And it happens to be in basketball. And I believe that about the nine-year-old kid who's going on Saturday morning, uh, Saturday morning to play in a, in a Edmonton youth basketball game. Mm-hmm. I, I really believe it's that important. My, and, and, and I'll tell you is real quickly, but the fondest memories I have are the early Saturday mornings getting up with my four sons and getting them off to their basketball games because they were when it came to school they're running out the door at the last second when it came to basketball on Saturday mornings they're standing at the back door an hour and a half before they have to leave ready to go so that's where it comes from and just even you know the thing that triggered me right there uh, as we've got Paul Sir on from the basketball show uh, premiering I guess here in Sports 1440 uh, tomorrow morning at 10 what triggered for me there, Paul, was uh, like Dave Young's next week at, at Ross Shep. So they're going to have a little thing for him, kind of calling it the last dance. And there's another guy that has done so much for, for basketball in our city. Dave's going to be one of our first guests. There you and go. I had the privilege of coaching with Dave for two years. Yeah. And But 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 my recollection of Dave is we, we my family moved here in 1987. And we when we got here... Uh, one of the first things we did in the fall or in early winter is go over and watch the Golden Bears play. I was really anxious to see Canadian University basketball. And I saw this rabid player out there. (laughs) And I mean that in the most complimentary sense. Uh, Dave Young's combined with Sean Cherzenoff (laughs) and the determination and the uh, just the effort that those two put into their game but honestly, uh, there's a, one of my favorite lines from Seinfeld <laughs> is the library cop yes. talking to Seinfeld saying, if you don't return this book by next week, I'm going to be on you like a pit bull on a poodle. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that was Young's. That was mm-hmm. absolutely Young's. He just would do whatever it took to compete and to win. And then watching him uh, go to Otwell Junior High mm-hmm. and then on to Ross Shep. And to become the great coach and mentor that he did has done over this career uh, that he has formulated, uh, it's it just, Dave, he's such a story. Not just in the success mm-hmm. and all the provincial championships, but the difference he's made in so many people's lives. And that, to me, is the essence of sport and certainly basketball. Yeah. Is Basketball should be a lifeline to, to life. Yes. Uh, Ken, Ken Larson came up with this great trademark phrase with, for the – Alberta basketball, where I just completed my 16-year tenure, but it's uh, he, he trademarked a game for life. It really is. Mm-hmm. 
that's next week uh, at at Ross Shep, the last dance for Dave Young's. Uh, Shep takes on Paul Kane. It's at five thirty. They've got a whole bunch of things uh, planned, and uh, I mean uh, Ben Feldman's kind of organizing this at Shep. And and if you have a chance, I mean the gym's going to be just packed. I can't imagine the atmosphere in there uh, for that. Are you going to have Dave on tomorrow? Is that what you're going to? We're working on that okay. right now. Perfect. That's what we're hoping to do is to have Dave on tomorrow. Oh. And, uh, yeah, because he, yeah, he deserves it. Yep. He's earned it. And, and kudos to Ben for, uh, putting the time and energy into putting, putting such a special evening together for such a deserving man. Yeah. And I know you'll, in the next little while, you'll have another guest on that I'm going to throw at you because I phoned you about, I said, I don't know much about her, but can you tell me about Delaney Gibb? out of Raymond and you just kind of went yeah. there was a pause and 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 can you just kind of kind of describe that conversation we had about uh, about Delaney Paul well I, I think you know you have to pause when it comes to Delaney because she's just so special mm-hmm. and you know like the way the instincts that she has for the game but the absolute joy that she plays with and the pure competitiveness combined with an un the unteachable sense for the for the game matched with athleticism and skill and she's not a big player at all mm-hmm. but uh yeah i you know the conversation we had was this is just if you want to talk special players this is as special a player i believe as you can talk about because she just she just does everything that a basketball player should do and as a person uh, and a teammate you would hope would do. And she's just, she's just that special. And, uh, you know, her Raymond team, which, uh, I was just talking to, uh, some people down in the U S about Raymond, Alberta the other day about it. You can't make Raymond up. You can't make that LDS corridor up of Raymond McGrath and Cardston (laughs) that these little towns, uh, you know, in 2024, are still able to kick the butt of schools with populations in their student body bigger than their whole town. <laughs> you know, the tradition and toughness that's just bred there and the culture they have is just embodied in Delaney. Yeah, it, it really, it's hickory, you know, that's, it's from <laughs> Hoosiers. And, and, and yep. for our listeners, we're talking about Delaney Gibb from Raymond. She's going to BYU next year. Uh, next yes. year, she's still got another year uh, left here. And that's why, Paul, your shows are so good because your passion from high school all the way up to the NBA, it's the same. And that's what the key is, I think, to be, you know, when you're doing shows like this, you have to have that passion for all the sports. So in the NCAA right now, who who are you in men's basketball? We have, we've had guests on earlier on, and a lot of them are really liking Purdue. They like Purdue, and they're right at the top with UConn. Who, who are you liking right now uh, at the NCAA men's basketball level? I like, I like a few teams because I really uh, – one of the, I think, outcomes of the combination of players going to the G League right out of high school – players uh you know going for one or two years into the NCAA and then moving on and now uh honestly Kevin the absolute madness that's been created with the the transfer portal and the extra uh the extra year the extra covid year has just really 
and, and add into that the image, name, and likeness, the INL money that athletes mm-hmm. can earn in, in all NCAA sports. Now, it's a completely different game than it was five years ago. Okay. So this, uh, this is a bit of a long-winded answer, but I'm trying to create context because there is no longer uh, the dominant blue blood programs that we once had. The blue bloods are still relevant, Duke, uh, uh, North Carolina, and you go down the list of traditional blue bloods, but one of them, Kentucky, with John Calipari, just fell out of the top 25 hmm. because uh, through the course of the season, they have not been able to sustain the year. So I like Purdue. I, uh, I certainly like UConn. I think I'd have to favor UConn right now because of their, you know, winning begets winning and winning the championship last year and the carry forward and that taste of that, knowing what it takes. It's going to be interesting when we go into the playoffs because Purdue had such a disappointing exit last year that uh, this is is this their year and the great Canadian and most likely uh, player of the year once again uh, Zach Eady the seven four player who may not mm-hmm. even you know we hope will go in the first round but may not have a you know the the focused NBA career you would think he would have but anyway. I'm, I'm, my heart is with Purdue because I think they have the ability to win it, and I'd love to see them win it. Uh, Paul, sir, with us. Uh, the basketball show premieres tomorrow, ten o'clock on Sports fourteen forty. Uh, we didn't. Even, well, how about just one NBA question, Paul? Uh, did you like what the the Raptors did? The moves they made at the deadline uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, uh, you know what? I I don't know. Right now, if somebody said, what what do you think of the Raptors? I would say, I don't know what I think of the Raptors right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's great they got Kelly Olenek in. I love uh, I love Kelly's game. And I think what he brings to back up Jakob Pertl or uh, to play big alongside Jakob Pertl, I think he adds a lot. He is, for a big guy, he really is one of those Swiss Army Knife type players. So I really like that move. Uh, what they, you know, getting rid of Schroeder and then waving Dinwiddie from New Jersey mm-hmm. uh, really mystifies me. Same of the trade for uh, uh, Bruce Brown from Indiana, who has been just a non-entity, non-factor overall for Pascal Siakam. I know it's a rebuild, but I think what what uh, Bobby Webster and Messiah Jury, who are the you know leaders of the Raptors organization, they're they're they're. I find their commentary interesting, a bit confusing, and quite honestly, a bit concerning. (laughs) They can't make their mind up whether they're reloading or rebuilding. And I think they're trying to do both at the same time. But I just, here's a couple of things. I don't know if Scotty Barnes is the it player that you need to build a championship team around. I think he's a wonderful player, but I think he's Pippen to Michael Jordan. In, to be honest, I think he's that kind of player. And I don't know that he has the killer mentality of even a LeBron James. He certainly doesn't have a Jordan, uh, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you see, and one of the problems here, Kevin, is that once you ask me a question, I'll never stop talking. <laughs> so if you have to jump in, just That's tell okay, me to shut Paul. up. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you got two hours to do it tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Well, that is that look out. Yeah. Uh, the, but for, for the Raptors, I don't know. Right now, yeah. I don't know if I like them or not. Uh, if, I, uh, if I love them, I, I think it's a bit of a pipe dream that they're going to get into the playoffs with their record. But I hope I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I really do. Because uh, I, 
I, I want the Raptors to be successful. I really like Scotty Barnes. I really like Kelly Olenek. I just yeah. am mystified at, at their combination of players and what they're trying to do. You, you better be careful, Paul. They might ask you to do, to do a, a four-hour block tomorrow from 10 till 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have people frantically waving. I'm sure that we need to go to a break. So Connor, Connor's going to do our show tomorrow. Yeah. So he's an experienced guy. So he'll have to throw something at me. Hey, thanks so much for hopping on today, Paul. Best of luck uh, tomorrow for your uh, premier show here on Sports 1440, the basketball show. Uh, best of luck, and, and we're so very lucky to have you and uh, and be a part of the of the team here. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much, Kevin. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. That's Paul Sir from the Basketball Show. And the Basketball Show follows Duke, the what I'm calling the Triple S. So that is the Saturday Sports Setup. Sp- setup. So I'm going to have to get used to the name because we used to call it the Triple S back in the day when I was Prince Albert, the Sunday Sports Special, Triple mm-hmm. S. So, uh, so tell the, our listeners a little bit about that, what we're doing tomorrow. So it's going to be a kind of a hodgepodge of all all you guys kind of coming in and out uh, over various Yeah, it'll, it'll kind of be a, a fluid um, team of, of hosts, basically, from 9 to 10 at before Paul's show uh, yep. that gets going at at 10 o'clock to 2 every Saturday. So, it's yeah, the Saturday sports special between myself, Connor Halley, uh, Declan Kruger, uh, Brad Slater, our exec prod here at the station yep. that uh, books a lot of our big-name guests and whatnot. And then, hey, we'll even uh, get uh, Donovan the intern in the mix here <laughs> over the bit. Uh, and, and it'll kind of cover everything. It's kind of nice that uh, over the weekend, like, obviously the Oilers play tonight. Yep. Well, we maybe want some more instant reaction instead of waiting all the way till uh, Monday morning when you and I are back in here. So, Or if they don't play tonight, they usually play Saturday. So exactly. You're right? that so so yeah. tomorrow's kind of nice because we get yeah. both those strokes. The Super Bowl on Sunday. Yeah. Um, every and you know Declan's a big MMA guy, which doesn't get obviously a ton of uh, coverage here in the city because it is a little bit of a yeah. an undercard, I guess. Uh, not to to pun those two things together, but Declan big into that college hoops. You mentioned March Madness <laughs> coming up. There's so many but, things outside of the the straight and narrow scope that we cover Monday to Friday here that we love to give a little extra love to our collegiate teams here in mm-hmm. the city. Uh, the Bears, the Pandas, the Griffins, uh, Ook. Uh, the Thunder out in Concordia. So it, it'll be kind of a nice, it's just an hour. It'll fly by just like mine and Connor's show does every Monday to yeah. Friday. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it and getting a little uh, little more time on the air to kind of uh, air our feelings and uh, maybe sometimes frustrations about what's happening in the city. There is zero sports coverage. Um <laughs> In Edmonton, yeah, I mean, it's it's. There's no like. I mean, we talked about what Bell did and everything, and we've talked about. I mean, I worked at Global for 25 years. When they canceled weekend sports, it was like, well, that's when all the sports happen, you know. So it just makes no sense. But uh, it'll be great to have some Saturday sports, like like again Saturday mornings for me. I'm looking forward to that tomorrow, and I'm going to be in the garage working, putzing around, be able to listen to Paul. Uh, that's what I. I'm not like I'm going to be just. You know, doing some projects around and listening. So. And we've already had, uh, even just yeah. when you're on with Paul, a ton of text rolling. Yes. And obviously they missed uh, Paul's coverage yeah. from when he was with uh, TSN down the dial. Mm-hmm. Um, and people listen to it, whether they're trucking their kids around to games on the weekend and stuff. Uh, minor exactly. hockey, uh, high school basketball, junior high basketball, whatever. So there's a, there's a ton of market for it. And I think people would be excited to, to get some more local coverage uh, from 9 to noon every Saturday between the Saturday sports setup mm-hmm. and then the basketball show with Paul Sir. Uh, all crazy weather delays at the WM <laughs> Phoenix Open, but Nick Taylor's leading at uh, seven under right now. Last we heard, mm-hmm. and we had uh, Danny Saul on yesterday, the caddy for Corey Connors, and I believe last I saw it was two under for Corey Connors. It's hard to figure out where they are on there because I mean they're trying to get guys off the back, off the front, and you know it's it's just a little harder to kind of follow right now. But a lot of guys have they haven't finished round one. 
a lot of guys are just kind of getting going. So we'll try to keep that up to date uh, as the day progresses. Uh, Greg's will have that all taken care of as well. When we come back, we'll wrap things up uh, on a busy week, busy day on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. Stay with us. That's that's how you got to end the week. You have to end the week like that. Just, you know, it makes me want to stay here for another hour or two. Just take over, you know, take over your guy's show. and Too too bad you got a hockey game to go play. Yeah, I'm going to rip her up. That's two games in like 14 hours, Duke. Athletic. Oh, just a temple right here. How many, uh, how many, and I know they don't, uh, well, they do keep track, but in an unofficial capacity, Critters games on stats. How many, uh, how many points do you think you racked up last night? I don't know. I was just getting the puck out quick, move it up to the forwards. That's the, that's the job. Your, uh, your prowess, uh, on the blue line is well documented on the station. Uh, Both Jason Strudwick (laughs) and Sean Brown offering an opinion. Uh, that was last week, so. Well, let's uh, welcome in Connor Halley as well. Just uh, talking about the big day tomorrow. Morning, yeah. morning con man. Good morning. So I- tomorrow, big day for you. Well, I mean, it, I think it's just wonderful that, again, Sports 1440 sort of, I mean, growing, expanding. So, I mean, to have a little presence on Saturday mornings, it's going to be great. So yeah, it's, I'm calling it the triple S already. Yeah, it rolls off the tongue, right? Does, Saturday yeah. sports setup. Uh, alliteration is always our friend in radio. That's, what I, yeah. that's what I say. And yeah, we'll be up 9 a.m., Every Saturday going here on out, and it'll be kind of a rotation between the producers here. You'll have myself, obviously the Duke, mm-hmm. Declan will be by. We've got Donovan, the intern, Brad Slater, and it could be more. Uh, we've reached out to some people around town that might just drop in for the hour yeah. every Saturday morning, and it'll be a nice lead into the basketball show, which debuts tomorrow at 10 a.m. Yeah, we just had Paul Sir on, and, you know, I mean, man, what a wizard when it comes to basketball on every level. So, And that's great that now, again, it's a setup. It mm-hmm. sort of just sort of eases into, into Paul, but... You know, as you know, I, I worked at Global for 25 years, and, yeah. and before that, you know, I start. I've got 33 years in, 33, not 25. But <laughs> everything happens on the weekend. There, for sure. It, I mean, when you look at every sport, and and I mean the weekend covered sports in, well, you saw what's going on with Bell and everything yesterday, and we've seen the cutbacks. It's crazy to think that the the amount of coverage is getting less and less when the amount of sports gets more and more on the weekends. Yeah, I mean, hey, I live those cutbacks, yes. right? I, I went through it last uh, last summer. It's it's brutal, but this is really cool because you know tomorrow morning, just you know, for example, we'll be able to recap Oilers Ducks. We'll be able to mm-hmm. look ahead to the Kings and Oilers, and then we've also got the Super Bowl. We're also excited, you know, when the big UFC events roll around. We've got yeah. Declan Kruger. Uh, whether it's boxing as well, he's a big combat sport guy. We can talk basketball, football, baseball, anything that goes on. Obviously, during the CFL season, there's lots of Friday-Saturday games for the Elks. So we can talk about those. Yeah, I, I think it's it's really nice for people on Saturday mornings, with all yeah. due respect to Fox Sports. You know, they're not focused on Edmonton. Yeah. We will be, and I think that's what's going to make it really fun. The local angle, and we've been pressing that on, on all platforms, all the shows, right from, you know, 7 in the morning to you guys, and, mm-hmm. and then, you know, with Low Tide and then Greg. So, and the Boston Pizza Cup. Yeah. Right now, just to mention, forgot to mention, uh, Kevin Cooey beat uh, uh, Carson Sturmey 5-1 in the A event qualifier last night. So now the B and C, so that's something that you might talk about tomorrow because they'll be, tonight will be the B event qualifiers, I assume. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we'll be touching on everything. You know, you know we'll talk Golden Bears, Pandas, uh, Nate, McEwen. Saints, it's, it's never ending. Crusaders. There's so much going on. And uh, maybe maybe we'll see if Streddy wants to come by. He's coaching <laughs> down at, uh, at the, I, is it okay. still the Ice Palace? It, yes, it's the Ice Palace. <laughs> so I just, I, you know, I'm kind of on, I, as you, when you do your show and you're producing, you have 15, 20 things going. Oh, yeah. And I just saw you sent a picture out about Streddy leaning over the bench there. Uh, and it's the Spartans. That's his the, team. The, the Spartans, yeah. 
And he, so he's just on the, right on the, I guess, is that pregame warm-up? It kind of looks it like it. It was warm-up, yeah. yeah. I think he's talking to the coaches, glassing <laughs> out, right? Safe defense. Fundamentally strong <laughs> hockey team, I'm so sure. So that's what you said, so. No no flash. Oh, it's so hilarious, you know. <laughs> and it's funny, we had some text from our listeners come in, because, of course, we have Ladislav Schmid co-hosting on Thursdays, David, David Schlemko on Wednesdays. Yeah. Struddy has been, you know, a staple with Gregor for years and now does a hit every once in a while. Sean Brown comes in uh, with Str- uh, with Greg's, and the text was, what's, uh, how, like, there, are there no forwards? Like, how can you have no forwards? <laughs> There's no no input from any forwards, and, and he's right. Well, Terry Ryan... Okay. Fair. Twice a week we do Fair. a TR hop on. Yes. Um, yeah, but I, I guess that it's just fu- proves that defenders are <laughs> much more intelligent and can break down the game a little bit better, as are uh, goalies with Grant Fear. Grant Fear, yes. You know, another another one there. So tomorrow things get rocking and rolling, 9 o'clock. Well, who knows? Maybe you guys might start at like maybe 6, 7 in the morning down the road. I mean, who knows? I, it, there are you, possibilities. I don't know. I mean, the Duke might as well just, just live here at that yeah. point. Nine o'clock Saturday is a good start time, I think. Nine is just fine. Just fine. Like, there's going to be some times, Duke, on the Friday night when you're coming in from Delburn. Come on, man. Well, that's the, the benefit of us having a, a great uh, ensemble cast that maybe some, uh, if there's a late Friday uh, Outlaws game in Delburn or something, I can uh, pass the baton to uh, the other great collection of people we've got mm-hmm. to, to run the program. Team effort. That's don't, what we're all about here. Don't rely on that, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then I'll get the call. I'll be like, oh, actually, yeah, can you be here? Uh, we need to run the board or something. So, I uh, wanted to just have a, a quick shout-out to JCD sent this text in, and we were talking about Dave Young's at Ross Shep with his last game. Uh, a good friend, uh, Brian Anstis, who's battled cancer like you have no idea, uh, just a salt-of-the-earth guy. He's coaching his last game tomorrow at King's University uh, College. Uh, and, and Brian, again, has he's battled this so many times. And big part with, with Barry Stafford and the toast of the town. Brian and Barry have been uh, the faces, kind of the toast of the town. And that's coming up in April. Uh, they're going to be, uh, the toast is going to be Cal Nichols. So, Brian, good luck tomorrow. Wish you all the very best, big guy. And uh, that's at King's, King's University College. And thanks, uh, JCD, uh, for finding that out. Also, uh, Tomato Soup, didn't know. A little bit south of Duke, Duke has is telling everyone. Even Conman didn't know that that was a little bit south of Saskatoon. No, what I don't have headphones Sunny James, on. Yeah, yeah Sonny James, know. but okay, <laughs> that is from Slapshot, a little okay. bit south of Saskatoon. That's good, little ditty. Uh, the main song in Slapshot, and you've seen, I'm sure you've okay, yeah. is Maxine uh, Nightingale. How the station G- began. That's right? right. That's the very. Fr- I requested that. <laughs> yeah, uh, get back right. Get right back to where we started from, Maxine Nightingale. Are you all fired up and prepped up for uh, Fantasy Friends Fantasy Friends. Uh, somewhat. What do you mean somewhat? You know what? Um, we like to see wherever the, like the texters want to take us right. with Fantasy Frenzy. So I think we'll be talking, obviously, Oilers tonight, mm-hmm. tomorrow, and then uh, the Super Bowl. Maybe look at some prop bets we might have. Uh, you know, I think we already touched on what song Usher might start with, oh. what he might finish with, how long is the anthem going to go, Gatorade color. Uh, how many times will they show Taylor Swift in the crowd? There's mm-hmm. all those prop bets. I think we need to get the, the official ruling from <laughs> some, the Duke. Some guy said a Swifty uh, turned on the uh, fire alarm in the uh, Niners hotel today. No. That's what some that's guy That's not did. surprising. Yeah. Well, no, some, somebody did, did yeah. but the identity uh, still uh, being tracked down. This yeah. will be as uh, big of a manhunt as uh, <laughs> uh, uh, post, post-JFK. So once football's done here, 
And are you guys getting the baseball draft? Because I want to. I'm in on the baseball draft. You're in, and I'm low tides in. I'm sure. I don't know if low tide oh, is. He's the last on. time it took over his life. Oh, <laughs> that's why he quit. I'll talk to him. About so it. yeah, we'll we'll reserve this two spots a, for you. Okay, yeah. This is a. This you're just getting going. So tell low tide it's just going to be fun. He doesn't have to immerse his whole life into it. <laughs> uh, but Sean Childs, that's I believe his name is. That's a guess that you guys got to get in. Sean uh, Childs. Sean, I believe it's. So apparently he's a kind of a baseball, fantasy baseball guru that uh, is probably quite well known. We'll for have uh, Donovan the intern jot that name down. I'm sure Donovan will be right on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Donovan, where's the uh, 1985 NHL All Star game? Or was it 86? 86. 86. Uh, from what was it? Reunion Arena. Reunion in, Arena in, in Dallas. Yep. Oh. Home of the stars, right? No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. sorry. That was NBA. So. <laughs> uh, thanks to all. Uh, thanks, Conman. Have a good show. And have you. a good show with Greg's today. Uh, uh, thanks to all our guests today. Carter Hutton, Jordan Hall, uh, NBC Sports. Hutton, of course, with the Daily Faceoff. Dave Naylor from TSN. Mark Spector. Brian Conacher. What a great conversation with the former Stanley Cup champion from 67. Emerson Edom and Paul Sir. Of course, our uh, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock co-host for Bonton Bakery. Eddie Steele. Wonderful day today. It was great having uh, all the participation from uh, all of our uh, our great listeners, and the the texts were just remarkable today. Coming up at the top of the hour, it is Fantasy Frenzy with the former Ross Shep T-Bird, Connor Alley, and the Duke of Delburn. At 12 o'clock, it will be the lowdown with Alan Mitchell. 2 o'clock till 6, Jason Greger takes us home with the Jason Greger Show. Once again, thanks to all our listeners today. Really appreciate you tuning in here on Sports 1440. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll have tons of coverage with the Super Bowl coming up on Monday morning at 7 o'clock. Next up is Fantasy Frenzy. Before that, time now for a Sports 1440 update with the lovely and talented Donovan the Intern. Have a great weekend.